What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, it's another New Vision Podcast. Cloud with you here. Before we get started, I want to say when I'm recording this, What's left of Hurricane Ida or Tropical Storm Ida is going through, and so it's raining like crazy in the background. And so if you happen to just break into a spontaneous nap, then I'm going to blame it on the sound of the comforting, soothing rain rather than my boring voice. So <laughs> let's just go with that one. But let's get into it. We're, we're continuing on in our storied uh, podcast going through the book of Mark verse by verse, and this is to go along with our storied sermon series in which we're, we're going over some of Jesus's parables. And so just to kind of recap, you know, we started off the book of Mark in, in chapter 1, verse 14, where Jesus just immediately gets into his ministry. And speaking of that word immediately, that's one of Mark's uh, favorite words. He uses that frequently, and, and that's just a reminder that the gospel of Mark is is kind of this, it's like a docudrama, and it's more succinct than the other synoptic gospels, and it's real fast-paced, and it moves along. And so uh, hopefully that you guys are enjoying that as part of the, the, the companion or supplementary podcast to go along with the series. Uh, add to that that Mark has uh, recorded less of the parables than some of the other gospels, and so I do hope this going over the the gospel narratives and some of these different stories is balancing out what we're doing on Thursdays and Sundays. So anyways, let's get into it. We're continuing on in Jesus's ministry. Today I'm reading for you Mark chapter 2 verses 13 through 17 and this is the ESV Bible. Jesus went out again beside the sea and all the crowd was coming to him and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as he reclined at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. And the scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. And uh, again, these narratives really speak for themselves, so I don't have to ramble on as much as I usually do. I probably shouldn't do that anyways, but (laughs) I wrote two things in the notes. Um, Hopefully you're reading along with this, but really, you know, if you've heard... I don't know because the sermons haven't come out yet, but we're going to be the first two weeks in the storied sermon series are the, the parables of the lost sheep and also the parable of the prodigal son. And if you've heard that, you know, Matthew and Luke have an account uh, of those parables and they have different nuances in them. You know, one is given in a different context um, that doesn't make it less true or anything. It's just that the, the gospel writers are emphasizing different points. But here in Mark, um, whereas we don't have those parables, we do have the thing that sets off those other accounts of the parable, and namely that the the Pharisees, the scribes, see Jesus hanging out with tax collectors and sinners, and they're like, hey, why are you hanging out with tax collectors and sinners? Now, in Luke and Matthew, or excuse me, in Luke, he's like, so he told them this parable, and he goes on to tell them the story of the lost sheep, the coin, and the prodigal son. 
and I don't know if this is going to be in the sermon, but I was as I was researching it, uh, I, you know, I, I've come to understand like one of the biggest reasons is not the only reason, of course, but one of the biggest reasons that Jesus tells that parable of the prodigal son is that it's not only about the prodigal son, you know, the wayward son who goes off and spends all all his inheritance and ends up with the pigs, but it's mainly about the older son who stayed at home the whole time because he represented the scribes and the Pharisees. And that's the whole reason that Jesus was telling the parable in the first place. It's to be a story uh, to make a point as to their accusation against him. Is, hey, you're hanging out with tax collectors and sinners. And, you know, we get the whole parable to sum that up that, you know, it's the older son, you know, it kind of leaves it as an open-ended question in that parable. It's like, okay, the younger son repented and he came home and there's rejoicing. And now the older son who's been there the whole time isn't any less a sinner. He's still, you know, in this antagonistic relationship with his father, no relationship with his father. He's uh, under a workspace righteousness. He really has a hatred for his father and all he stands for. And, and, and he won't come to the celebration. That's what's happening with the Pharisees right here in front of Jesus. And, and here in Mark, we have this shorter account where he's like, uh, people who aren't sick have no need of a physician. I came for the people who are sick. I came to call sinners, not the righteous, which is ironic because, you know, who's in front of him, these scribes and Pharisees don't see themselves as sinners. And that's kind of the biggest point um, that we see in, in all these gospel accounts. So first thing I wrote in the notes are, who are your those people? You're those people. And we all have them. You know, who's your those people? Uh, I'm not trying to be super inflammatory here, but, you know, try to identify with the Pharisees. You know, that's the question to ask. Who are your those people? Who is it that if your respected teacher uh, was eaten, eaten with and hanging out with that you'd look down on? Um, is it Democrats? Like, who are your those people? Is it Republicans or, or you know, whatever party it is? Is it, uh, you know, oh, that lady, I know where she's been. Or, oh, that dude, he's a, you know, so-and-so. And, you know, we all have fill in the blank, okay? Who are your those people? And and what, I, what I'm trying to get us to do is identify with these uh, scribes and, and Pharisees. And then number two, you are those people. <laughs> you are those people. And again, I want to reiterate that point, the last verse, and, and this is famous. You all, I know I've heard this before and I've seen it on memes on the, on the inner tubes, but Jesus came to heal the sick. The people who are well have no need of a physician. Uh, but then he goes on to say, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. And so what's ironic is that the Pharisees, based on their lack of mercy and, and looking down on these, those people, tax collectors and sinners, are in fact sick and sinners. And they need Jesus just as much, if not more so, than these people who are coming to, to realize their sin. Because, you know, Jesus has just called Levi and he's like, follow me. That takes amount of, of repentance and knowing you know, I know you all know the history of this, but tax collectors were hated unilaterally across the board. Everybody looked down on tax collectors and, and here Jesus calls them and Levi stops what he's doing and he follows them. And so, you know, it's better to be a sinner who's coming to repentance than someone who doesn't think they're, they're a sinner. And so that's the second one. Who are your, your first one is who are your, those people. And then number two, you are those people, but do you see it? 
I know that many of you have heard this before, but I think it's really practical to just be reminded of, of our sin, not to get beaten up over it and not to lose sight of the fact that we're in Christ, not to lose our identity, but to be reminded of, you know, if not for the grace of God, so go I. And how can I uh, be reminded again of where I came from, you know, the, the still tendencies of my flesh, the sin that I continue to get caught up in, and, and humbly, in mercy, look out at others who are or maybe caught up in, in different kinds of sins than you are and need to be rec- rescued nonetheless, that we are all sinners and all have fallen short. But Christ, here he is eating with tax collectors and sinners. I found this really cool quote, and I can't remember who said it, but I found it on the Twitters. But it said, one of the truest things ever said about Jesus came from the mouth of a Pharisee. Quote, this man welcomes sinners, end quote. And that he did indeed, and thank God for that. So, hope this story has brightened your day, maybe encouraged you. And as always, y'all have a great day, and we'll see you back here on Monday with a New Vision podcast. Oh yeah, and it's time to wake up from your nap. Wake up. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.